All right. Three days, three podcasts. What's the occasion? I don't know what the occasion is. Uh, Yes, I do. I'm trying to be a star. That's... It's not the reason why I should be podcasting. You should not podcast, Josh, for the sake of anything other than podcasting. You should not podcast with an ulterior motive. You should podcast purely for the sake of podcasting. That is the way, the Tao of podcasting, the Zen of podcasting. Podcasting has become a verb. How is that possible? 20 years ago, there was no such thing as podcasting. There was talking. But now, it is a pod... Now, and now people call themselves, I'm a, oh, I'm a podcaster. Which almost sounds like a mythical wizard. Step forward, podcaster! They say you are the greatest podcaster in all of Middle-earth. Let us see... If this is so, I challenge you here and now in front of the Council of Elder Podcasters to give us your opinion about Pop-Tarts in a way that is funny. Funny as... as funny as a stand-up comedian, perhaps. But stand here in front of the Elder Podcasters of Gryffindor I'm uh, mixing my mixing my worlds there. Middle Earth and Gryffindor. That's that's a no-no. That is a franchise no-no. I am um, So I moved into this new place and uh thus far it's been nice. Uh but I kept asking myself, "Okay, what's the catch?" Because it's it's a nice neighborhood. I like the space. Um, you know, land, the landlady seems nice, all seems to be okay, what's the catch, what is the catch, and I finally found the catch, and I'm very excited to share this with you, uh, I have a very annoying neighbor, uh, loud, a very loud, an obnoxious, annoying neighbor, and that neighbor, my friends, is a bird, I seem to be living next to a bird that has learned how to sing by listening to a car alarm. So the bird sounds like one of those car alarms that alternates but a bird. I did some research, and this is a thing. There are songbirds that will, they learn the songs from the sounds they hear around them, and it sounds like this songbird apparently grew up next to a Lexus that was constantly being jostled slightly. And so now, this is the songbird's song. And I was doing some research to try to determine why do songbirds actually sing. And it is either to defend their territory or attract a mate. And I'm looking up at the songbird and I'm seeing other birds flying around the songbird. And I just, I sense antagonism. And I think the songbird is announcing this is my territory. 
And what do I need to do to get this thing that starts this process at 6 in the morning to shut up? It's the same thing I felt about when I actually heard a car alarm in the neighborhood. Just somebody steal the car. Somebody just take the bird's territory. How do you get this thing to stop? Listen, I mean, I get it. I'm in your territory. I get it. It's your territory. Can I pay you rent? Would that help? Can you threaten the other birds at noon at a reasonable hour? Must it be six in the morning? And I don't, you know, I, it's very strange that, it's also very strange to me that a songbird is singing in order to threaten. Because it's, it, it, it's, it's these contrasting sounds and we think, oh, the birds are singing. It's, 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 it's morning. The bird, oh, the birds are singing. Ah, nature. The birds are singing. The birds are shouting at each other. Stay off my property. Stay off my property. No, you stay off my property. Stay off my property. Get off my property. Get off my property. Get off my property. That's, birds are old men. It's just a bunch of old men shouting at each other to get off each other's lawn. That's what birds are. And this particular bird learned the song from a car alarm. I need to move next to a bird that learned all of its songs from Enya so that it can be chill in the morning. Tweet, 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 tweet. That would be nice. I could wake up to that. Nice and relaxing. Can't birds evolve to be passive-aggressive? Wouldn't that be great? Instead of actually screaming and yelling, just, you know, doing, you know, throwing something in the other one's nest. Just, just to kind of make a point. Make it seem like, oh, 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 I'm sorry, that was an accident. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to top your nest there. Sorry about that. Sorry. Totally sorry. You know, it'd probably be, we probably wouldn't be stepping on each other's nests if we uh, respected each other's territory. I, you know, not that I'm accusing you of anything, just just a thought. I can't handle this bird. I. How can there not be... I, I need to find a cat who wants a challenge. That's what I, I need. I need a cat who needs the hunt to get up to the top of that telephone pole and... Um, give the bird something to scream about. That's what I need. And I know I shouldn't be saying this. I should respect nature. You know what? And in all fairness, maybe I'm doing something that annoys the bird. I mean, bird, I don't know what how birds' senses are compared to human senses. My guess is they're probably keener. Maybe when I'm in the shower in the morning muttering, the bird's going, oh, God, I can hear your neuroses all the way from up here dial it down I can hear you podcasting from all the way up here it is unbearable or as I like to say unbirdable unbirdable I just said that in a podcast 
Come forward, child. How long have you been podcasting? 13 years, Reverend Mother. 13 years. Ah, yes. You think you understand what podcasting is. You know nothing of podcasting. I have been podcasting for a thousand years. When I began podcasting, the earth was still a young tear in the eye of the universe. But now it is an old tear that has been shed and has fallen through the ethos of the cosmos and has become forgotten. And as we spread out across the stars, podcasting our way from one galaxy to another, we we finally understood what podcasting is. It is a cry for help. That went on too long, probably. But it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable to talk about that. Will I use that with anything? I don't know. We will see. But, you know, podcasting, a relatively new thing. Once it's around for hundreds of years. That they didn't say they you know they didn't see that in the Harry Potter world. If J.K. Rowling had written Harry Potter now, would there be podcasting wizards in Harry Potter? I feel like definitely someone in Hufflepuff would be podcasting. Harry Potter, that's a thing. That's a thing I read. I read the first book. So I'm going to go ahead and say I read all of them. Is that the truth? No. But I read the first one. I, got the, I saw the movies. Got to be honest, by the time we got the last movie, I had trouble following it a little bit. There was so many terms I couldn't, you know, there was the, the, the golden ball thing that you're supposed to catch. This, I think it's called the Swiffer. The, 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 the catcher, the, the Smeagol, the, one of those things. And he had to catch the ball and open it. And inside the, uh, there was a fortune cookie, but it wasn't called a fortune cookie. It was like a British magic term. It was like a, a Bezagod. Ah, yes, the Bezagod. And at one point, I swear there was a sentence that was, if we don't get that Bezagod by Hippenkopf, the ratchet man will snorgle the snogman. I'm pretty sure that was a line from the last Harry Potter movie. And now, after going through that, I finally understand how people who are not into Star Trek feel when they're watching Star Trek The Next Generation, and Jordy LaForge is saying, we just need to realign the harmonics of the structural integrity field, and we'll be fine. Why is everyone freaking out? Just realign the harmonics of the structural integrity field. We do that, I promise you, no one on the ship will hear the damn bird anymore. Jordy, how did the bird get on the ship? I don't know how it got on the ship, sir. I don't know. Probably we docked somewhere, somebody left the door open, and the damn thing flew in. And now, because it's the 24th century, and we're enlightened, and we can't kill a living thing, we have to sit here and listen to this bird that somehow sounds like a 20th century car alarm. I don't know how it happened, Captain. I don't know. I'm saying all we have to do is realign the harmonics of the structural integrity field that should do the trick. What about picking up the bird poop? I don't, I'm an engineer, all right? I am an engineer. I don't deal with picking up bird poop. Ask Worf. I don't think you're going to want to piss off Worf by having him deal with bird poop. Well, I got a lot on my plate. You think it's easy to realign the harmonics of the structural integrity field? You think you just snap your fingers and boom, the structural integrity field is realigned? 
realigning takes some time. You know, it's it's something you got to do at one of those consoles with a chair. You can't stand while realigning the harmonics. That's ridiculous. You tire yourself out. I mean, it's a good hour, two hours of sitting at a chair, a rolling chair, because I have to roll from one console to the other. It's not something you do at one console. It's a, it's at least a two console job, realigning the harmonics of the structural integrity field. At least a two console job. driving by Bur- a place that's called Burbank Unpainted Furniture. And the unpainted is highlighted in the sign. We want to make it clear. Hey, hey, hey. Before you come in here and you fall in love with anything, you need to know that it will be unpainted. And we are not responsible for the painting of this. It is unpainted. Excuse me, sir. Are you going to paint that chair? We love that. No, no, no. It's unpainted. You buy it, it, the painting is on you. Sir, is there any way you could paint that chair? I know it's an unpainted furniture place, but is there any way in this particular case you could just paint it? We don't paint the furniture. See, this, this is why we have to get the sign, Nelson. All right, all right, we'll get the sign. I assumed it would be intuitive. Well, it's not intuitive. We're dealing with this person right here. What if I paid you to paint it? No, that defeats the purpose. Okay, Nelson and I, when we started this business, we agreed 100%. Nobody is painting furniture here. We're just going to build it and we leave the painting to somebody else. We're not painters. We didn't come all the way out to Burbank from Latvia to paint furniture. We came here to sell unpainted furniture. There's a difference like asking Jackson Pollock to draw a bowl of fruit. You don't do that. All right, calm down, Tim. All right, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll just, we'll get the sign. We'll get the sign and that'll help people get it. Yes, we'll get the sign. That will help people get it. That's good. That's fair. And that's why they got the sign for that exact reason. I've seen another sign that says Skinworks. Presumably they sell skin products, but it's called Skinworks because that sounds somehow elegant and professional. Honey, I need some skin cream, but I just don't know if they know what they're doing with skin. Well, there's the Skin Play place. Oh, I don't trust that. Skin Play? This isn't a game. This is skin. I'm not messing around. I need someone. I need someone who can work the skin. What about that place? Skin works. Now it looks professional because the skin is in bold typeface and the works is in narrow typeface. So there's, an el- there's a 1980s elegance to it. They may know their skin. They may not only know their skin, they may understand the finer workings of the stock market and other 80s things that I can easily reference. I'm sure they have a very strong opinion about the movie Big. Well, honey, what does that have to do with the skin? Well, we don't know. We're not skin professionals. They are. So let's go in. Let's talk to them. Let's see what they have to say. Well, I hope they have to say something. I hope what they tell me is not to kill the bird. Because I can't... I mean, if they tell me, well, it's from a lack of sleep, and I tell them, well, there's this damn bird... And they say, well, you got to do something about that bird or you got to sleep, then I'm out of luck. 
We can't kill the bird, honey. We cannot kill the bird. It goes against everything we've been taught by our liberal left-wing media. I just feel like it wouldn't be a podcast or it wouldn't be any kind of audio broadcast without making mention of some media thing. Maybe I should be lucky because the bird, you know, maybe I'm lucky all the bird had to hear was the car alarm. I mean, the bird could have heard other things that could be even more annoying, ultimately, than the car alarm. I mean, if the bird had listened to nothing but alt-rock music, that would be just depressing. Every morning the bird would be... And all the other birds would be, you know what? Take the land. Take, take it. Take our territory. Just stop it. Please stop that. Please. Do not do that again, bird. I, I think I'm beginning to wear out the welcome of this podcast. That's my thought. This is the point at which most professional podcasters would say, okay, either, either he needs to interview someone, either he needs to interview Tesla at this point, or he should not continue with this podcast. There's a natural rhythm. There's a natural beginning, middle, and end. He's reached the end. He's referenced the bird more than three times, so that's played out. It's time to end the podcast now. It's time to be elegant in one's podcasting and end the podcast now. And yet he's not ending the podcast. Why is, what's going on with this? What's his agenda with this? I'll tell you what my agenda is. I'm, now I'm on the Magnolia Boulevard and there's a guy in front of me in... Uh, rush hour traffic who's making a left turn and you know why is that happening why is that happening in rush hour traffic I hope that guy meets up with the bird somehow I hope the bird flies into that guy's car and the guy cannot get rid of the bird that's what I'm hoping that's that's the thought I've had about that bird by the way is what if it is a mating call and my question is, does that mating call work? Has that become the new mating call? The Lexus mating call. What happens if the bird hears an actual car alarm? Does the bird take that as a challenge? Who goes there? Who dares challenge me? Bird. The bird should have a name in that. Sketch. Who challenges me? Birdman. So naturally, I give it the name Bird. All right, not as many people in the garage today. I don't know what was happening yesterday, some kind of thing. But that thing is not happening today. We are parking the car, and we are ending this podcast.